Hi friends, welcome back to the Funny Thing About Parenting Podcast. This is TJ along with Melissa. Hi. Hi everybody. We have a fun episode today. Tell me, tell me. We are going to answer a plethora of questions. Nice. Yeah, it is nice. <laughs> it is nice that people asked questions. Because <laughs> like, I, I said, do you have any questions? Now, I, I did ask, do your kids have any questions? Mm-hmm. So we have some questions from kids. Oh, fun. But we also have some questions from parents. Okay. So we're going to go back and forth between kids and parents. Or maybe they're asking because what do our kids always say? Everyone's a kid. Our kids say that? Yeah. Oh. They I say, did. you're a kid. You have a mom. Oh, that's true. Maisie says that all the time. <laughs> So everybody's a kid. Now, we tried something that, uh, first of all, thank you. If you're new to our podcast, welcome. Welcome to you. We are, uh, we're big on birth order here. <laughs> I like to make videos about it. The birth order guy. So come find me. Come find me on the all the social media channels. But uh, yeah, we have, we have four kids and uh, 10 and under, and we know a little bit and we don't know a lot. Mm-hmm. So we're here to giggle about parenting and make you feel a little bit more normal and better about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, if you have been listening to our podcast for a while and you haven't gone on Apple Podcasts and just tapped the stars or left a review, uh, that would be like a Christmas present to yeah. us. If yeah. even like five of you did that, we, it would make our day. It's very, it's very, uh, it's very kind of you. Very kind. So thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on our Christmas list. If you could just take a second to do that, thanks so much. That helps us, and it helps you feel better about being in the spirit of giving. That's how you give back. That's how you give. <laughs> give us your stars, <laughs> or don't. Um, so we tried something uh, on Instagram this week. I floated out a phone number. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and a seven-digit. No, how many digits? Nine. <laughs> ten. A ten. Or like a real. Seven, eight, ten digit phone number. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> we grew up with seven digits. My yeah. number as a kid, seven, eight, four, six, five, two, two, no longer exists. Right. Uh, but we, so here's how it works. Uh, we pick, we picked a phone number, which you can do on Google Voice. And you can pick what area code you want. Exactly. So I was going to pick a Minnesota phone number. But then I was like, "Now, what if we pick an Orlando phone number? Because I love Disney World. <laughs> and yes, he did. So I picked an Orlando phone number and I said, call this number and it goes straight to voicemail. You can leave us a message. We'd love to hear your kids' questions. Well, we didn't get very many, so we're going to save we're gonna save those up for the next time that we do this mm-hmm. episode. So I'm going to tell you right now, before we dive into the written questions, if you or your kid has a question... Sometime soon, probably after the new year, we will devote an episode to hearing your questions and kids ask the darndest things. So mm-hmm. whether it's a serious or funny question, feel free to call in and help them ask a question. Here's the number and it's in the show notes. It's 407-374-9808. I feel like a radio commercial you sound right like a radio commercial Call. right now those those annoying radio commercials where they just rattle right. off phone numbers and you're like Dude, and you I'm have to dri- say it like three times i'm driving i'm never gonna remember this why do you even bother call 4888 <laughs> 407-374-9808 why do we even say that nobody's gonna remember that you're not gonna go back and listen to it i'll put it in the show notes <laughs> and once in a while i'll put it on instagram 
Call that number, leave a voicemail, and we'd love to hear from you. Okay, are you ready, Melissa? I'm ready. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> so the first the first question is this. Again, some are from adults. Some are from children. Here is a question from a child. Okay. The firstborn wants to know, how much does an elephant weigh? Ooh, is this a joke? Or is this an actual, like, they want the facts? Well, they didn't give me a punchline. <laughs> I don't know how much an elephant weighs. If you say... I think it's like 2,000 pounds. You know what, though? The, here's what I was going to say. <laughs> Anything that weighs over, like, what any human, you know, like, if anything, anything over a few hundred pounds, I, I would disregard it and just say, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. A thousand pounds, twenty thousand pounds, it's all the same to me. A ton, two tons. Is a ton two thousand? I don't I'm know. I'm trying to remember like see kids right. school is important. <laughs> well you can you've got uh you've got Google now and chatbot. chatbot. You've got artificial intelligence oh, to teach us yes. things. Mm. Okay, uh but I'll tell you this. Here's a joke for you kids. If you're listening. My favorite joke from being a kid. What time is it when an elephant sits on a fence? Time to get a new what? Time to get a new fence. I mean, fence. <laughs> Is that really the joke you're saying it right was, now? It was going to be a great joke. You, I'm you sorry. I made the it sound. I know I you did. You just butchered it. Time to get a new. Your delivery was all off. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, next question is this. Also from a kid. This is from a middle child. This person asks, can we eat a cookie after dinner? Melissa, what would you tell that middle child? Um, I would say you can. Straight up? Sure. No, 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 no. You can if you eat your dinner. You can. Is the proper, the proper answer. Yes. Yes, eat your dinner and you can I would have a say cookie. that is up to your family rules. I like it. All right, next question comes from Shelly. This is an adult question. A little bit birth order related, kind of. My granddaughter is the youngest of four. Okay. All three of her older kids are boys. She rules everything. Is this normal? So you've got four kids in the house, three boys, and the youngest is the princess. Mm-hmm. She's in charge. Yes. What would you say about that dynamic? Is that normal? I would say, of course, she's in charge. She was born into a world where everyone... She came into this world looking at all these boys and these grown-ups, and immediately she could sit back and enjoy the show, or she could be the show. And she was like, you know what? I'm in charge here. I'm going to fight for what I want. And they learned quickly to bow to her every need, and now it's just the norm. You got it. You nailed it. As a self-proclaimed birth order scientist that I am uh, a not, not a non-expert expert mm-hmm. uh, I agree you have uh, the fourth child especially at being a girl everybody mm-hmm. is she's a baby and a toddler everybody's enthralled with her bowing to her every need yes loving her and and that's how it starts as a baby like, like everyone a, just is like cooing and eyeing because it's like wow we got our princess and then as soon as she turns like two, two or, or three, three yeah. yeah, right in that zone, she like just flips the switch. Well, she flips the switch. And then what happens, 
is that nobody wants to hear her screaming. Yes. Or crying. So they continue to to uh, you right. know, enable her by yes. doing whatever it takes. And there might be some good intentions of parenting, but there's always one person that doesn't want to hear the screaming. So at least one person will eventually give her what she needs, even if it's under the table. It's like, you know, mom and dad are trying to like be good parents and work with reason. And then like a brother just is like, okay, just stop screaming. Here, take here, it, take it and run. Take it and run. Hence, fourth child, which, uh, okay, leads me to the next question that we received. I have to find it. It's about having a fourth child. Oh. Oh, here it is. So how would you describe a fourth child? So for, that might, you just, like I think you described part of how, how we would say Winnie, right. our fourth, again, is kind of just brought into being the princess mm-hmm. of the family and everybody kind of caters to her needs right. as she was young and now it's just habit. It's a way of life now. Yes. But what, a better question is what happens when a youngest child becomes a a big sister or a big brother. What happens to that dynamic of them, the third born, and also said baby? Because she, yes, Winnie is kind of the princess, but she also gets bossed around a lot and like tugged around a lot by her older sister, who I think was always a youngest child, (laughs) but then all of a sudden she really got control of a person. It's almost like we have a firstborn, middle, and youngest, and then our fourth is like a stuffed animal for the youngest, right? For the third, yes, in a lot of ways. But when, yeah, it what's also funny about having a fourth child with our dynamic, all of our kids are two years apart, except for number three and four, they're about three years apart, three and a half years. So, what happens is a lot of the times, our fourth, I feel like, is treated like an only child, especially during the school year sure. because our three kids are at elementary school. Winnie is home a lot, and yeah, she gets the ways, best of both worlds. Exactly. She gets like one-on-one time with her parents, and then she also gets like all the love and attention from her siblings. So she's just constantly being showered with attention and love. She also gets forgotten sometimes too, all the time. I I will <laughs> say I'm very worried. I was never worried about bringing our kids to to the dentist when they were younger. I'm worried to bring her to the dentist. We haven't done the dentist with her yet. She's three. We should probably wait till she's six years old. I am nervous. Let's just wait till all of her adult teeth are in. Because I feel like she just eats snacks and treats for all her meals. (laughs) Because it's like, whatever. That's where she gets forgotten in the parenting. It's like, okay, whatever. We used to be good people. We used to be good. We used to be very rigid parents. Okay, that leads us to another question. This is another one from an adult. Marie asks, regarding only children, since we're kind of talking about sure, sure. a fourth child sort of being like an only in some in some cases. So only children, are they necessarily going to be like the firstborn personality? So what would you say to that? I would say in a lot of ways, yes. Because I think the one of the reasons why firstborns have certain like patterns and trends to their maybe their personalities and stuff is because they started out as an only child and then they also but then they got kind of the responsibility or the leadership of like being a bigger sibling 
And so their lives changed a little bit. The only child, I feel like, starts out as an only child. And if they remain an only child, I think they definitely are like a firstborn with maybe a little youngest vibes mixed in. In what ways? In the like... Um, I like my own space. They get really strategic. They They have to fight for what they want because, I mean, they're the only one. So they can really make a case, and I feel like parents maybe will lean their way a lot because they don't have to like consider other siblings. Well done. They get what they want. That's good. Okay, next question comes from a kid. Melissa, yeah. why is it rude to show the middle finger? Why is it rude to show no, the middle th- so a, finger? Well, a kid who's, our kids I would ask like that. I our kids asked me that. So what would you say? Um... What would you say about that? I would say that, I mean, somewhere in our history, someone determined that that is a different language. It's a la- It's like it means a swear word. It means something mean to someone. It means like, I don't like you. Or it's just like kind of me- the meaning behind it mean something mean so if you weren't if you wouldn't if it would be rude to say something like that it's also rude to say it with your finger is what i would say well well put it is strange isn't it when you think about it like when you think about naughty gestures and words right it's just how they how they how began. did it it's come like, to what be interesting because Without the human emotion and history tied to it, mm-hmm. it's nothing. Right. But because of the meaning that it was given, it's just part of. That's it's where just, it's isn't like it, it's mind blowing. And me. I think it's okay for kids to be curious and, and about that because it's like from the get go we're told not to say these things or not to do these things. So then you're just left in your head like why, and so I don't know. I haven't really done this, but I, I feel like I would tell my kid, like, if you want to do that, you can do that in your room to me. I'll show, like, I don't know. <laughs> if you need to get it out. Right. It's like, you can't hit your sister, you can hit your pillow. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> like, there's a safe place for that if you just want to, like, see what, what whatever. Right. I don't know what I'm saying. I've gone down the weird path. No, it's great. It's great. Kids don't it. do that at home. <laughs> right, right. But that's a good answer to a good question from a kid. Okay, oh. next question. <laughs> this one uh, this one comes from an adult. And I, I think maybe it could be a kid. I don't have a first, a middle, nor a third. I have triplets. Okay, that's Ooh. a statement, not a question. But triplets. Boom. That is quite a statement triplets um we don't have any experience with triplets we have experience with twins with uh my brother's family they have twins and in you know throughout our my my family neighbors neighbors, yeah we've been around twins typically what i see with twins is two very different personalities Mm mm-hmm that can they can sync up quite a bit, but um, 
I've seen twins where like one's typically more outgoing, the other one's a little bit more reserved. One is um, maybe into athletics and the other one is more into mm-hmm. uh, building things. Right. Um, and it probably depends on gender a little bit too. Triplets. Oh my goodness. I, I wouldn't know. Can you imagine? I, I wouldn't even know where to start with triplets. I mean, the game of life changed for us when we had our third kid but if we started out with three kids i mean i guess that would be all that we know but you're you're immediately outnumbered if you have a you know a two-parent household you're immediately outnumbered from the get-go just crazy so i guess yeah i bet the chips fall a certain way and like they obviously all have unique personalities and it'd be interesting to see I don't know. All right, next question. How to avoid the middle child being jealous of the first and the third? So, Hmm. probably somewhat common where you have your middle child, the firstborn's getting the new things or getting things before him or her, Mm -hmm. um, just because of their age, obviously. Middle child may be getting some more hand-me-downs if if it's the same gender, especially, like, oh, I'm wearing my older brother's clothes kind of a thing. Youngest child then sometimes might get some newer, shinier things because the hand-me-downs start to wear out or Mm -hmm. it's the parent's last baby and they're like, oh, let's just get this kid a new toy. Yeah. He he or she needs a new toy. Uh, What would you say? How do you you kind of combat that as a parent? I would say it's okay that they feel jealous. I would say, of course, they're jealous because of what you just said. Like, I think understanding and putting yourself in their shoes and not... Um, the solution isn't just to give them all new things if that's not, <laughs> you know, appropriate or how how you want to do things. But I think just validating that they're that this is their situation, it's okay. And what can we what can be special to them? You know, and figuring then, out what then, things are. Yeah, and then just to notice when your middle needs a little extra. Not extra attention, but being intentional about, oh, we haven't, you know, maybe, maybe you're shuffling your firstborn along to their activities or sporting events more often. So you spent, so for me, I'm spending a lot of time in the car and bringing Teddy to, to basketball right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm a coach, so I'm helping, you know, I'm around him a lot. With our second, I'm, without intent being intentional I'm around her a little bit less so it's me knowing that and mm-hmm. trying to find ways whether it's at bedtime spending a little bit more time with her or throughout the day last night I picked her up from dance mm-hmm. with the Dairy Queen and had a blizzard she, she was so happy I wasn't to going me. to I wasn't going to I was on our way home in fact I had to pull a Yui because she said you said that next yeah. <laughs> time we would go to Dairy Queen and I was like I did I thought I just said like at some time, at some point, we'll yeah, go to no. Dairy Queen. Well, if you, if you tell a kid something like that, they will remember but, and hold you to it. And a lot of times, it's a no. It's like, no, we're going home. We have we have ice cream at home. Or it's um, nine but I kind of knew, like, it's been a while since she and I have sat down and, and yeah. hung out. It was great. She was in a goofy mood. We had a good time. All right, next question is, uh, let's see. Let's answer. You want to answer a question from a kid? Sure. Okay. Well, so from our five-year-old, Jesse writes, do you know us? How can you make videos about <laughs> him and his brothers, for example, is what the for five-year-old sure. is saying. Yes. It's like people are like, do you have cameras in my house? How do you... <laughs> <laughs> 
portray us so well. I like it uh, because I, I'm like Santa. I see everything. Mm-hmm. You're always watching. I'm always watching. <laughs> um, next question comes from I, probably a kid. How does a middle child drink hot chocolate, Melissa? Oh, man. With lots and lots of marshmallows or any topping that you can think of. And make sure to have a towel nearby. Yes. There will be spilling. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, how about one more question from a kid? Melissa? Yes. Why do boys <laughs> like to... Why do boys oh, like boy. to fart so much? Oh. <laughs> they do like to fart so much. You know what, though? I was, this morning alone, two people in our family tooted in front of me this morning. And both of them were girls. <laughs> well, TJ, everybody farts. <laughs> Boys and girls. I would say society has made it funny or more normal for boys and has shunned the girls. So maybe that's why. Girls, just let it let it fly. <laughs> I think just everybody farts. <laughs> what a funny word. Uh, and boys especially. Every, everybody loves to. Come on, yeah. it's a fun, if you think about it. It's a super fun noise. I would say our family finds joy in anytime anyone we are not like, ashamed Winnie like we'll just like we'll be at like out to eat and she'll be like I farted <laughs> like oh well excuse you <laughs> uh all right let's do let's see we have a we have a couple of more questions here next question comes from Allie I believe what's the weirdest thing you had to say to your child <sighs> hers for example was get your underwear out of the blender. Oh my gosh. You, I go, a, you go to make your morning shake and you're like, um. What is in my blender? You know, I have a tough time with this question because I, I, I don't remember. I have written some funny quotes down, but they're not like on my phone. I, right. I wouldn't be able to pull them up right now. It's funny how like there's so many moments like that just throughout a day. And if you don't sit and write it down, it's like, You've said so many weird things. Yeah, and things that we have had to say to them. I I don't even, I couldn't even tell you. One of my favorite quotes from our kids comes from our middle child when she was about three years old. Mm -hmm. And she said something to the effect of, um, at night, I like to sneak downstairs and eat cookies with Santa. (laughs) Yeah, and she said it so matter of fact. Like, yeah, this is like, what I this do. This happens. This, this regularly, ha- regularly, and it wasn't even around Christmas <laughs> season. And we were like, "Oh, you do." <laughs> like that's concerning. That's concerning. <laughs> Who's dressing up as Santa and sneaking in her house and feeding you cookies? <laughs> uh, all right, last question. No, oh, I have two more because I like these. I like these last two here. Uh, how how often do your kids argue over the amount of servings in a dessert and how it's not equal? Mm. Every time. Every single time. That's my answer. Every <laughs> yeah. time. Every time. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> yep. Uh, last question is, is it harder to raise girls or boys? You know what? This is a, mm. at some point in the new year, we should 
we should dedicate a whole episode to raising girls versus raising boys just from our personal mm-hmm. experience. We'll even throw the question out to our listeners and, and get some stories. Yeah. What would you say so I far mean, in our so yeah, far? In we're our early on. So I like, you know, I haven't had a middle school girl yet. I haven't even had a middle school boy yet. I'm going to start crying because that's next year. So it's hard to say because I feel like those years are, are when they're um, they're often very different. They're also very different, I guess, early on. I would say girls because we have more of them and we're dealing with like sister fights and sibling fights. I feel like that is like, it's just so intense. They're fighting. They're well, not only their emotions, their emotions. emotions. Like when when they're happy, it's loud. When they're Mm -hmm. sad, it's loud. Mm -hmm. Two of them share a room. So that leads to a lot of happy moments especially at night when we want them to go to sleep and they're having fun Mm -hmm. and also fighting and to a very messy room so it's that's really (laughs) it's like we're super biased yeah teddy by far i would say so far has been the the easier one but again it's because we have three daughters and because he's the firstborn and all of our attention is on i feel like the the three daughters a lot and so he kind of just blends in the background so then I feel bad and I feel like I've like am missing some sort of monumental one-on-one time you know like and like am I raising him okay I I often wonder because he's going through like he's in fifth grade so he's at some pretty big yeah transitional times I what would you say to a new parent um, just your experience. If you, if you're if you can like isolate, okay, raising a boy versus raising a girl. Not all three girls, but just raising a girl, raising a boy. First five years of life would it is one easier than the other? Um, I I don't know if it was birth order related, but I like just thinking about our eight-year-old daughter who is our second born she's been a lot like quote-unquote easier in the last year but I feel like her middle years like her like four five six years were really up and down Hard. Like just hard? Okay. really hard up and down okay, like she was like the easiest baby and she's the easiest baby but I would say, like, as like a three, four, like I'm just thinking of like bath night and trying to comb her hair. Oh yeah, That's <laughs> like how I, I blocked all those memories. I mean, out. just sheer crazy. Like she was just. I often said she went to the dark side. Yeah. <laughs> and so, like, I, I'm and like our our other girls are very difficult too at times. But I like I feel like Teddy never had those like crazy up and down moments. I don't think he did either. Like we had challenging, we always have challenging yeah. moments, of course, but it wasn't so far to the dark side. That I'm to like, me, what is happening? Yeah, to me, where did you go? Boys versus girls, it's almost a wash. I think it all depends on the circumstances. Yeah. Which one is easier? Who knows? We have a lot. We'll we'll report this back in ten years. We'll yeah. let you know. Yes, the dynamic. I have, a, fe- I have a feeling it's going to be boys are easier. <laughs> That's my feeling, but I could be wrong. Yeah. 
Okay, that's all. That's all the time that we have. Those are all the questions that we're going to answer this time. And like I said, if you want to call in and leave a question, you can find the number in the show notes there. I'm not even going to repeat it because I don't want to be like a radio commercial. <laughs> um, but we'd love to answer your questions. Thanks for asking those questions, Melissa. Good answers. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> And thanks for listening to The Funny Thing About Parenting. We'll see you next week. Everybody have a great week.